0: Hey everybody, welcome back to One Mic, where I watch it so you don't have to. And today I'm here to talk about episode one of the new HBO limited series Scenes from a Marriage entitled Innocence and Panic. Uh, the title, uh, I think, is... I, I'm, I'm not really sure where the innocence... Portion comes from uh, there can be any number of interpretations there uh maybe more so leaning toward naivete more so than innocence as in like you know the idea that uh I feel like everything in this marriage is going fine when it's really not um, you could have some innocence there we see that I think a little bit from Oscar Isaac's character Jonathan uh he seems a, he seems a little oblivious to uh to Jessica Chastain's character named Mira he seems a little oblivious to the fact that she's not fully invested here, it seems like. Seems like she's kind of checked out to a degree. Um, and then the panic, uh, I think, apl- applies to... it's Panic, I think, is an interesting dynamic within this episode because, um, in a very literal sense, uh, Jonathan has panic attacks as he has asthma. So there's panic there in a very literal sense. But conversely, there's panic on uh, Mira's side... From how she wants to handle some of the things that take place in this episode so i'm gonna uh start talking about the episode i'm gonna talk about some of the things i liked, uh some of the things i didn't like and give some thoughts I'm, i might i may or may not have thoughts i don't know <laughs> i don't know um but uh this episode starts out in an interesting way uh you know it it, it starts with jessica chastain the actress arriving on set And she she goes and she's walking past people with masks on, like, you know, production assistants, whatever, Uh, you know, people handing her stuff, telling her where she needs to go, telling her what the schedule is going to be like. She goes, sits down in the bathroom. Someone comes in, goes action. And then the episode actually like starts from there and you never break that uh, that that that. Uh, disbelief at, at, at any other moment in the episode, which I thought was kind of interesting. I wonder why they chose to do that, and I also wonder if that's something that's going to happen every episode. It's supposed to be a five episode series. I wonder if they're all going to start like that. But I'm wondering what the why they would make that choice. But it, it was very noticeable. But uh, at the end of the day, it kind of uh, I, I don't, I don't want to know. I don't want to say it helped me, but like it helps me keep in the back of my mind the fact that these are actors and that. Uh, this isn't real. And when I say that, that this isn't real, I have to keep that in mind in a very literal sense because, you know, when you've been married for a while and you start fraternizing with other married couples and you see marriages around you start to dissolve, all of that feels very, uh feels very scary. Like, could this happen to me? Could this happen to us? You know, and and, and to watch something like this, it's going to be a difficult watch. To watch something like this, which I think is, is going to be watching the, uh, the uh, inevitable ending of their marriage. Uh, I think it's probably going to get pretty nasty. It's probably going to uh, go pretty bad. It's probably going to be pretty tough to watch. And I think having having it start off like that was a reminder, like, okay, these the, she's acting right now. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's we it's weird to really put into words, but I I don't know. I found it a little comforting to think about that in the end. But um, yeah, let, let's let's talk about some uh some of the other stuff that that was going on here. So that's how it starts. Uh, we open up with. Uh, jonathan which is oscar isaac's character and mira which is jessica chastain's character and they're being interviewed by a thesis student at at uh jonathan's college that he works at and well i don't know if he's working in a college i think he says he's i think he just says he's an educator he might not be at a college i'm pretty sure he was though um yeah because why would he have a thesis student if he was at a high school um <laughs> uh, so uh they're they're being interviewed by this woman who's interested in uh longer than average marriages they've been married uh for 10 years they've been together for 12 and uh where the the woman is the primary breadwinner and she asks them questions throughout this that always seem to trigger some sort of awkwardness uh she asks them how they met uh i feel like there's a story there that we're not gonna get that we'll probably get into later but you know there's a talk of uh they were both in a relationship when they first i i don't want to say started seeing each other when they first I guess became aware of one another. They were both in their own separate relationships. Um, there's a history of abuse on Mira's side. So and 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 they seemed very hesitant to talk about how they met. So I'm curious. I'm curious to see if we're going to learn a little bit more about that. Uh, the uh, interviewer also asked them why they think their marriage has been successful, and that creates some awkwardness as well. Like uh, you know, Jonathan asked her to define success. Uh, they have both. Uh, very different ideas of of what success is. I think uh, uh Mira gave something that I thought was a very interesting answer that I kind of liked, and she said it was something about like keeping up. Uh, there's a delicate equilibrium that they both have to to maintain, and I think that's a very interesting way of putting it because it, it feels like you know as as especially if your marriage is starting to crumble, everything can set you off, right? Because you you're probably like sick of this person, and you're just like anything that can happen. So that's the delicate equilibrium, right? You have you you know something. Something happens, you gotta counter counteract that, and 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 keep that equilibrium, or everything's just gonna topple over. Uh, and I thought that was an interesting way of describing uh, a way to have a successful marriage. That sounds like a way to uh, delay a divorce more so than uh, a successful marriage. But I do like that concept of maintaining a delicate equilibrium. I think when you're probably when that equilibrium is probably not so delicate, that's probably when you're in a good marriage. But um, I am by no means a therapist, nor am I here to talk about marriage. I'm here to talk about the show. So um, throughout these questions and conversations, Mira seems very distracted. And I think Jessica Chastain does a great job of uh, showing someone who is uh, displeased, but feels like she can't show her displeasure. Like you'll see moments where she looks kind of like almost taken aback or a little upset or a little bothered. And it's a fleeting moment. And then, it, and then immediately she's just like back to, to wife mode, like like she's a performer who's there to play the role of wife, which would tie into, uh, you know, how, how the episode starts. And, and and that's really just her way of maintaining that equilibrium. Right. You know, like if I if I show displeasure right now in this interview in front of company, maybe, you know, that equilibrium now is off balance and now we have an issue and everything goes goes left. So um, she does a great job with that during this entire interview. She's very distracted. She keeps looking at her phone. Uh, We find out why a little bit later, and I'll get to that in a moment. And then um, the interviewer also asks how they feel about monogamy. And there's an interesting moment where the camera pans and it transitions into a dinner party with uh, Jonathan, Mira, and another couple. And the way that transitioned, because we were in the middle of the interview, she says, how do you feel about monogamy, give or take? I'm paraphrasing. How do you feel about monogamy? And then the camera pans. So I'm thinking, and, and it, and it kind of like dissolves from uh, the interview into this dinner party. And it made me think that this was a flashback, but it turns out it wasn't. So I'll, I'll get to that in a moment. So they're having this dinner party and apparently this other couple is in an open marriage and the wife of the couple uh, was just, uh Dumped by her, <laughs> her side dude. I don't, I don't know. And apparently, she really had feelings for this guy, and she's been devastated about it. And she's pissed that her husband is pissy about it. And uh, everything kind of really breaks down at this dinner party, and it goes really left. And we then later find out, well, not find out, but we then later have a moment where the wife of this couple kisses Jessica Chastain while they're upstairs. Uh, get, you know, just kind of like talk everything out and calm down. And there's a whole moment where they talk about passion, and I feel like that's gonna be kind of like the the center for this series is gonna be passion. Like that, that how do you maintain that? That's the question for every marriage, right? How do you maintain that passion? How do you stop it from becoming just a routine day by day, by the book, by the numbers kind of deal where usually you wake up, you make your cereal, you take your kids to school, you 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 work, you come home, you do like like the, the routine, right? How do you keep that passion and that that open marriage for that other couple seemed to uh, you know spark that passion for them? And it seems like she's trying to kind of like she being the 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 wife of the other couple trying to uh, kind of move Mira into that direction. And I can't I couldn't really get a take on on how Mira felt about it in the moment. She was very like uh, no no like she she was clearly put off by it. But I don't know if that's something that's uh, gonna come back later because she actually you know, is, is starting to become interested in, in something like that. But um, that was a very interesting moment as well. Um, so the flashback scene, the reason I say it's not a flashback is because after the, the couple leaves, they go upstairs, they start getting ready for bed. Uh, the, the, the husband of the couple was loud, he woke up their kid. So they go upstairs, they're getting ready for bed, and she reveals that she's pregnant. And she says that she found out uh, right before the interview. So I'm like, wait, now we're... So I'm like, the interview's in the past? So we left... So that was my, my one, I guess, negative about this episode was that I didn't like that it felt like we flashed back, but we actually flashed forward. And that makes the interview feel like the interview was cut short. Because I'm like, I figured like they were going to flash to this, this dinner party scene. We're going to hear... We're going to get some sort of uh information about how they feel about monogamy and then we're going to go back to the interview and finish the interview but we never go back to the interview we just move forward so i thought that was a little weird to find out that way like wait a minute this is a flash forward and not a flashback but whatever it's a very minor uh very minor quibble so um next scene we move to the abortion clinic and this is the final scene of the episode and the interesting part about this is that prior to that it seemed like they agreed to have the baby and there's an interesting moment that I, I can I can really relate to, you know. She talks about whether or not she wants to go through the two years of hell uh, with having a newborn again. And I don't by no means do I want to call having children hell, but she says like you know I was just starting to get my life back, and I can relate to that. You know I, I have uh, two kids. Well, I have three kids, but I have two that are separated by two years in age, two years and some change. And it was kind of like a a. A full four years of having an infant slash toddler around. And that can put a very, very hard strain on a marriage. So like, I can understand why they, they felt like, you know, why she felt like, you know, I just got through this two years. Uh, you know, our kid is older now. She looked like she's probably about six. She You know, our kid's older now. So now we can, you know, kind of resume having a life as a as a married couple and not just being parents all the time, dealing with parent shit. So, I can relate to that. But then they cut to the next scene, and it appears that they've arrived at the decision of having an abortion, which is interesting because, also in that conversation, it looks like they both know what they want to do, but they also know it's the opposite of what the other person wants to do. So, they're trying to get the other person to say something first. Like, it seems like Jonathan wants to have the baby, which he eventually admits to. And I'm guessing it's probably, you know, probably for religious reasons. He talks about being Jewish a lot. Um, I, I, feel like he's somebody who, who would be opposed to having an abortion unless it was something that was, uh, you know, completely necessary. And I feel like she was very, very hesitant to do it. She seemed like she wanted, she was leaning toward abortion, but didn't want to say it because she didn't want to upset him. And that's what I was talking about with the the equilibrium, which is why I thought that was such a good phrase because like, she's thinking like, this isn't the hill I want to die on, which is crazy when we're talking about having a baby. Like, that's like, that's the hill right there. <laughs> if you don't want to have a baby just going along with it is probably not the best idea but that's where it seemed like we were going but then we cut to the abortion clinic and at the abortion clinic we have uh i think we, we have two great moments from both of these both of these actors um you know they, they the, the the doctor walks you know walks mira through what this is going to look like this is what you got to do this is what's going to happen and you could tell that jonathan's very uh shaken up by this and he, he even says at a moment like i don't know why i'm acting like this i felt like you know I'd be okay, but I'm I'm struggling here. But there's a moment where he goes to get her a Pepsi. He goes to get her Coke, but he comes back with a Pepsi. This wasn't a mistake. He mentions that. (laughs) He mentions they It was like, I noticed it. Like, oh, he said Coke, but that's a Pepsi. He said they didn't have Coke, so I got you Pepsi. He gets her a Pepsi, and she uses that to to wash down uh, whatever pill the doctor gave her. And the look on his face when she's drinking that Pepsi to wash the Watch the pill down it it was it was heartbreaking he doesn't do a lot but he lingers on it like he's looking at her like and, and like like this is it like this is really happening it, it this just happened and i am having a whole lot of trouble dealing with this and then he she asked him to leave because she starts having trouble as well and she asked him to leave just just to be alone which i, I can understand that too and she curls up under the blanket, not blanket, like the sheet that's on the hospital bed. And she's crying in a way that's like, you can see her body shaking. Uh, really great scene. Um, and I, I'm wondering how I feel like these sorts of things can have a huge impact on a marriage as well. So we're talking about a couple that uh, is both trying to, both of them are trying to do what they can to stop uh, what they probably feel is the inevitable conclusion of their marriage. You know, they're, they're, they're you know, I, I'm, I'm willing to to let this go to not start some shit and not have an issue. And it seems like they're both doing that. And now they're doing this with, uh, you know, having a baby. And I feel like, you know, this can't... This can't bode well for their marriage when you have a wife who um, wants to have an abortion or, or, or doesn't want to have a kid at this time but chooses to have an abortion and does, but doesn't feel that good about it. And then you have the father who... Uh, doesn't want to have the abortion but seemingly goes along with it i'm assuming because they don't they don't talk about how they arrived from i mean it was literally like this was shot shot back to back like scene 1 okay we're going to do this scene 2 we're at the abortion clinic like there's no there's no how did we get here moment but i'm you know presuming that they had a conversation where she laid out a little bit more of her concerns he decided like i'm just going to go along with this to not make waves and if that's the reason why you uh, go against your own beliefs and allow an abortion to happen that you don't really support, I feel like that's going to put a situa- make a situation where they're going to be at each other's throats over this. So um, uh, I guess all that to say, I found this uh, show to be incredibly interesting. Uh, it- it's tough to watch. You know, you don't want to, you know, I- anyone can relate to the idea of how difficult a marriage can be at times. So uh, to see people go through things like that. It's, uh, it's really tough to watch, but these two do-, do such an incredible job, incredible job, with very, very subtle things. Like, if you're just watching this kind of just like, yeah, whatever, uh, there's probably going to be a lot you miss. But, like, keep- if you watch this, keep an eye on everyone's facial expressions. They do so much with their face, especially Jessica Chastain. Like, in-, in this interview, several times you look at her and, like, she does not want any parts of this. And then she, like, flips to, like, up. Oh, Got to maintain that equilibrium, so let me play the happy wife role, and yeah, it was it was it was very interesting. Um, so uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I wanted to mention here. Oh, uh, there is one thing I want to mention. This show, I think, is going to be a better version of what the movie Malcolm and Marie tried to be. So Malcolm and Marie was a Netflix movie that came out uh, during the pandemic. I have a review of it on this channel so during the pandemic, like the shit over. It's not, uh, but I have a. Uh, a video on this channel reviewing Malcolm and Marie, and it was a Netflix original movie with uh, John David Washington and, and Zendaya. Zendaya, I, I can never remember which which way to pronounce that correctly. But um, the problem with that film was that they were just uh, like just trashing each other the whole time, and you don't get the the you don't see how we got there. You just see two people berating each other and saying the worst things that they can, and they are just From from start to end, it's just two people shitting on each other and being completely terrible and saying horrific things to one another. And it's like, why would I want to watch this like hate fuck of a movie? Like, what is this? Um, I feel like this is gonna be what Malcolm and Marie want it to be. This is gonna be, you know, we're gonna see the uh, the degradation of a marriage that you know where where we've seen some of the good times, or we or we can at least see them in a place where they are trying to maintain that equilibrium. I'm going to keep talking about that equi- equilibrium. Where they're trying to maintain that equilibrium, and then it kind of just dissolves and, and, and turns into something way worse. Whereas, like, Malcolm Marie, we just got the end. And that just seemed like like hate-watching kind of shit. So, like, I feel like this is going to be a better version of that. But, um, yeah, so far, so good. I, I really enjoyed the first episode as much as you can enjoy something that, that that's that difficult to watch. But I can enjoy it from a respect point of view. Like I respect what they're doing here. So um, I'll be covering all five episodes. I'll see you guys every Monday because it airs on Sunday nights. I'll see you guys every Monday for this one and every Tuesday for Laetitia, which uh, airs tonight, Monday as well. Uh, that's six episodes. So they should end at the same time, actually. I think... No, 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 no. This will end, uh, end earlier. Laetitia will end earlier. I'm sorry. So uh, next week, episode two of Scenes from Marriage and tomorrow, episode three of Laetitia. Till then, peace.